The Dark Realm is a difficult place to live. Plants grow weakly and twisted in the lack of sunlight. Mercenary work and banditry are rife, as it pays more than basic farming or hunting. The realm at large is ruled over from the great city of Guardia, an overpopulated, sinful place ruled over by a baleful king that we haven't seen in years. There is an elven kingdom to the south, ruled by the sequestered Shadow Elves, a dwarven kingdom lost to the mountains of the west, and a tiefling kingdom among the volcanic rock of the islands in the north. Great patches of our land are poisoned and deserted. There are tribal villages, beasts, goblins and orc warbands, of course, but we're trapped here. The mists are a mystery. Most who enter them never return. Those that do are changed in such a way that they are unrecognizable or utterly insane. Nothing comes out of the mist, but it surrounds us, calls out, poisons, frightens. Couple that with the almost endless darkness, and the Dark Realm is a very difficult place to live. the road sucks at the bottom of your boots. It has been raining for a few days now, which is an ironic term considering that there's been nothing but darkness for two weeks. Your shield is probably starting to feel quite heavy on your back, but you can see the distant lights of a town up ahead. There's supposed to be a pretty decent tavern in Cull. And it is at this moment that your foot strikes something and you stumble a little. There is a large piece of upturned ground right in the center of this muddy path. What do you do? I'm gonna give it a little nudge with my other foot. What is this thing? Why is it in the road? Give me a wisdom saving throw, please. <laughs> 22, of course. There is a... skeletal hand that bursts up and swipes at your leg. It starts spinning around before half of its body starts to climb slowly out of the ground. As you're looking down at this thing, 
moving very slowly, not really towards you, but not necessarily aimlessly. You can see that it is not entirely devoid of skin. There are flaps of necrotic pale skin still clinging to the bone in places, and then a stench hits the air. It's very sour and overwhelming. You feel the sense of somebody casting a spell, weaving a spell on the air around you. You shake off the sensation as you feel it seep into your bones like a strange poison. And you hear a voice coming from maybe to your left, maybe to your right. And an old man that says, Why are you following me, soldier? Who are you? Hmm. I don't think I'm following you. I suggest you do not follow me any longer. Can I, before responding, I would would like to, uh, can I use divine sense? You can. Would you like to do that immediately? Explain what your divine sense does and also how you cast it, what is happening, what you're thinking or seeing. Sure. Divine sense. The presence of strong evil registers on your senses like a noxious odor and powerful good rings like heavenly music in your ear. Um, Until the end of my turn, I can detect celestials, fiends, and undeads within 60 feet. And I'll know what type they are, but not their specific identities. And I... There's not really an external effect to this other than maybe a faint glow behind the eyes a little bit. But other than that, it's a very low-key spell. And I'm just looking around to see if there's more to it than just his hand or if that's the only thing here. Your um, divine sense is cast and you... You sense the presence of... Multiple undead beings very nearby to where you are. You can... How you sense them, um, I don't know, but you can sense that they're around you, that there is one directly below you where your foot is, and then there are mm, four more. Two to your left, two to your right, somewhat behind you. There is not a sense of um, anything other than these undead, and... As you begin to um, cast this and you you react, there is the sound of these other creatures pulling themselves from the ground. You see the other skeletons begin to pull themselves from the ground. The voice speaks to you again, but it sounds much further away. You're pretty sure now that it's to your north. You hear the relatively older man say, You should die with honor, not as a dog to bandits and the wretched. And I will need you to roll me initiative, please, as I bring you over to our map. All you need to do is click on your token and hit the initiative. I'm trying to find my... Oh, there we are. Yeah, okay, so uh, map was... drag you in. Right, it's fine. It was zoomed way out for some reason. 
Wow. A two. Um, Getting my highs and lows out of the way right away. <laughs> yes, you are. Um, six. Uh, uh, five skeletons around you. A sixth presence somewhere to your north. These skeletons begin pulling themselves from the ground. You can see that they have... Um, some, some of them have rudimentary weapons. The others just seem to have their hands and fists. Uh, what do you do? What is your first reaction? The one at the bottom of your feet is half out of the ground. It's swiping at your feet. Is it? It's still halfway embedded in the ground, right? Yep. Okay. I am going to... You know, I'm a soldier, and I've been in a number of battles, but I don't think I've ever actually run into an undead before. And I feel like discretion is the better part of valor. Plus, like, I know there's a guy north of me, so I'm going to dash as far north as I can, away from these things and towards where I think that other presence was. So okay. I'll go one... So I will end up right here. Yes. I will go right there. This is where we switch scenes. As you run and dash away from these skeletons, we see another figure walking along the same path. Fix. You are walking along your path. Some time ago, you will have seen that there is a lone traveling soldier ahead of you. Um, choosing to keep your distance for a while until you can figure out who they are, um, you notice that they suddenly stop. Looking down at their feet, you see some... something happening with the ground. Um, this person reacts, begins maybe speaking to themselves in the distance. Roll me a perception check. A five. You can't see who they're speaking to. There's a figure that you can see that appears to their north, to their left. Um, a figure on the hill that begins kind of um, weaving some sort of spell. You can make out that they're holding a spell book. They begin to weave a spell. And then these skeletons begin to rise up around this, this man. And he starts to run towards the north. What do you do? I immediately run after him. Running after him as well. We see this tiefling suddenly run towards the north, following Will. Fire and Merlin. You have been walking for about a week now, together. There is a commotion on the path up ahead. Both of you roll me perception checks. Um, Not so good. Merlin is talking to himself and maybe not as aware as quickly as you are. 
fire your senses have been honed in a way that allow you to immediately uh, recognize danger or something a disturbance happening nearby maybe running to one side of the road maybe taking uh, uh, a slightly higher level of ground all of a sudden Merlin you see your um, partner run and jump onto a, a, a rock or a boulder fire you can make out ahead of you that there is a uh a, a scuffle of sorts there are undead that seem to be popping up out of the ground um and shambling north you can see two people fleeing the area running directly north directly north of you there's very little about 20 minutes north of this and at a casual stroll di- directly north of this area is where this landmass hits the edge of the mist and all of you will be very aware of the fact that the mist is um this all-encompassing dangerous fog that surrounds the area of um the realm that you're in going into it is akin to suicide it's crazy people don't do it most people even if they do never return there is a huge chance that you're going to come out insane if you even make it out um these people are running north suddenly these two figures that you can make out running from these skeletons what do you two do I grab Merlin and try to hide. Whoa, okay. Uh, uh, Get low and be quiet. I mean it this time. Quiet. Uh, Right. I keep shut. I keep my mouth shut. I just slowly point to try and show Merlin what's going on, or at least that there's a danger ahead. Merlin, you can probably make out some shambling figures, the undead very rare to see the undead anywhere outside of the edge of the mist um but you would most certainly be able to tell that these are skeletons recent undead maybe what what, what do we do we, we can't just leave them we can i'm not paid to protect them i'm paid to protect you Okay, you know that's that's fair. What you know? What what, what if they uh, c- can help us? I can help you. Well, not not to doubt uh, your your skills, uh, Fire. It's just uh, well, the, the mist. If you and me go in there, well, more is more of a party than than two. Did you hire them? No, no, I, 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 I did not. And uh, you make a, a fair argument. Um, nothing ever comes for free. Let me do my job. My job so is we, to keep you safe. Are we just going to watch them die? You can look away. I, I, uh, I, I, I turned my head, um, but I'm, I'm looking for my peripheral vision. Um, you can make out that these these shambling figures uh three of them begin moving towards the north three of them uh, or two of them kind of remain on the on the road area they sort of move in strange slow circles as if they have no direction 
They're moving very slowly. The two figures that have run off are moving far too quickly. They're probably beyond even your vision now, since it is nighttime. I can go and take them out. Or we can try to sneak around. Wait, is that, ex you know, excluding the, 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 the our skeleton friends too? Are you, you gonna take the other two out? Any danger to you, I eliminate. Okay, well, if, if you need backup, I got a bunch of... I got a bunch of spells in my book. I'll let you just know. Like, you just let me know. You stay here and stay down and stay quiet. Right. I'll and stay I will. put. Stay quiet. I, I'm not liking this. I'm not liking this, but I, I will... Quiet. Try and stay put. I, I, I sit down and immediately start cradling myself to comfort myself. I'll try to figure out if they're within the range of my bow, my short bow. What is the range of your short bow? Let's find uh, out. Me... The range of a short bow is 80, 80? feet. Yeah. You can make shots at up to 320 feet with disadvantage. Yeah, disadvantage. Um, do you move within the 80 feet range? Uh, yeah, I would sneak. Try to sneak. I'd say you can probably do that. I don't think you need to roll me a stealth check because you're not far out from where that is. Mm -hmm. Roll me two attack rolls. A 26 and a 9. Um, roll me the damage on the first one. That is a six. There is an arrow that very silently fires and you hear a as it cracks into the skull of one of these skeletons. The head is removed. You see it go rolling off into the fog and the darkness, but the body continues to walk around. The second skeleton kind of moves its head awkwardly towards the area and scans where you are but then continues to slowly move around in circles as the second arrow flies overhead I will take just a second to listen out and make sure that Merlin's not rambling loudly Wipes! Mm -hmm. that was a shot I don't really deal well with the high amounts of pressure here I just talk to animals uh, you know uh, I just put know. a finger up and I ready my bow again and take another shot at the one that still has a head. Yeah. Back to the two figures running north. Well, as you're moving, roll me a perception check. A seven. seven. And then uh so you don't see the strange figure that you were running after. You do, um, Fix, are you trying to remain quiet in um, any way? No. Or are you just running after this person? No, I'm running after one. Uh, you'll probably hear though that there is somebody running up behind you. Um, when I hear her, or she hears someone behind her? You hear her. Okay. 
and fix as you run up on this fellow and um will as you turn who do we see if you could give me a brief description of what we're looking at um as will turns to see fix and then fix turns to see will starting with will sure yeah will uh i will uh turn around and kind of alarmed at first because i'm thinking i'm i'm being chased by one of the skeleton things so he's actually turns around with weapon brandished like ready to smack her because he's up until now thought he was alone and being chased by undeads and then kind of you're not a skeleton uh i'm dressed up in chainmail. i look like i came to fight somebody very clearly uh sword and shield have the guardian army emblem on them and i'm generally kind of built like a truck he's not particularly tall but i'm i'm very broad <laughs> he's a very broad-shouldered guy with fresh scar across his face like he's been recently fighting something and a very distinctive sunlight amulet hanging around his neck which seems really out of place given that everything else i'm wearing is all torn up tattered road weary etc but then there's just this one really nice gold necklace that kind of immediately would jump out at you as being that you probably shouldn't have that who do you steal it from maybe and uh what does will see when he sees fix i see a very wet figure running towards you with a very tattered cloak billowing behind them uh one hand outstretched towards you as if to pacify you uh whilst glancing behind to see if anything is catching up to us so hopefully you are aware that I'm not a threat to you at this point. Um, I'm tall, six foot. I, uh, you see a tiefling, long horns at the top of the head. Um, we're very covered up, both hands completely shrouded. You can't really see, make, make out any details whatsoever apart from just dark cloak, no shape, nothing whatsoever. Um, and as I run towards you, uh, I'm trying to communicate something to you. I... I turn around expecting to be chased by undeads and instead I have what appears to be a devil running at me with words coming out of her head. Um, so I I will sink into like a low defensive stance with the shield up and the sword kind of pointed over like getting ready to impale her if she gets within range and... I'm just gonna yell, what are you doing here? Like angrily snarling at her. I could ask the same thing to you. Do you know that person on the hill? I have not the faintest. I'm gonna look over her shoulder to see if we're being followed by the things that were behind her a minute ago. They are moving, but they're moving so slowly that they're not really an issue for you right now. Right. I have no idea who that is. I'm searching for someone else. And who I'm missing girl. Who are you talking girl. to? If I knew, I would tell you. So you don't know? Talk. No, some nameless prick who just threatened me. And if I can catch him, I'll take his head. But we should move. We have bigger problems. I agree. Keep moving. And the two of you are heading towards the area where you... Uh, you fix saw a person run and you will suspect they went. As in north. Yeah, You're I'm, also both I'm gonna... quite aware that the mist is north of you. Getting this close to it is pretty dangerous, but you're not in it yet, 
Although, much like with fog, you're not always sure where. It's not like there's a barrier and a line. You wouldn't really necessarily know when you're in it, but you can tell that you're not. Um, you maybe can even see it. It's a relatively dark evening. It's only around 6 in the evening, um, but it's dark. There is no moonlight for you. Um, both of you give me another set of perception checks then. See if you can spot this. Hello. We are not very perceptive. Seven from Will. That's a four and a three. Oh, a four and a three. Never mind. My thing didn't update. A four and a three. Yeah, you don't see this figure. Um, and you begin to move forward again. Back on the road, Fire and Merlin. You, Fire, have dispatched of the two skeletons easily enough. Um, what do you do next? There are three skeletons that have moved off and shambled away north of where you are. Two figures that ran at full speed directly north. I'll go sneak back to Merlin. So, hey, what's what's the plan? What's the plan for it? Are we going to follow them? That's up to you, I guess. You're the one with the gold. Well, uh... Maybe uh, they're heading to a, a village that could be nearby. I, I'm, I haven't really left the tree. I haven't really gone out much, um, so... You don't say... Yeah, um, so... Uh, this is just purely my suggestion, but I, I, I would think, you know, maybe following them might not be such a bad idea. Um, okay. Not unless you, you know the, the way, of course. Uh, I'm just... Uh, just gonna be holding on to your cloak. Uh, if you want to follow them, go. we can follow them. Uh, yeah, I think we should. I think we should. Okay. I think that's a good, I good idea. Do you think you can stay quiet? That I can't Oof. make a promise. Because this anymore. is the most communication I've ever had with somebody else. Mm. I you, most 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 of the times I'm just making squeaking, you know, squeak 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 and squeak squeak. It, it it may not sound different to you, but every little pitch makes the difference. I just clasp my hand over Merlin's mouth and start walking forward. Yeah, roll me stealth checks, both of you. There's a six from Merlin and a twenty-eight That's from Fire. That's a six. Oh my! So you can assume that he's still speaking. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, it says <laughs> as you begin to move back to the area where the other two are. Um, Will and Fix, you guys start moving towards the area where you assume this person to be. This person that seems to have set a trap for you, Will. And as you move closer and closer to where the edge of this 
mist is. Yes, go on. I would like to not move too much closer because I don't know who this guy is. And if I've already lost sight of him, I don't want to chase him into the mist. He's not my mission. Do you express that and stop? Yes. Uh, well, after, after if we failed our perceptions and we've completely lost track of this guy, yep. I'm just going to put my arm out in front of Fix and say we really shouldn't go any further. What did he say to you? He told me to quit following him, but I don't even know who he is. Doesn't make any sense. Nor do I know who you are. Don't worry about that. Okay, I've just had five monsters jump up from the ground and a she-devil comes sprinting at me in the middle of the a night. she-devil? Yes. What are you doing here and why are you following me? What are you doing here? I'm not following you. Him then? That's a coincidence. Maybe. I'm looking for a missing girl. You're not the only person and who can cross a road. I'm, go I'm going to hold up the flyer for Garrow's... I don't know if the whole group can see this or not, but I'm just going to hold up the flyer and say, I'm looking for this man and a girl that he took. I reach out with my right hand, keeping a distance, and take the flyer. Have you seen him? That's the one I'm following, not whoever this guy is. And somehow I doubt this Fletcher Arrowsmith is able to raise the dead. Who is the girl? Her name's Raina. She was taken from Grant's Refuge. Grant's Refuge. Is she human? Yes. Interesting. And why are you heading to Cole? People back in Oakersport told me they saw someone matching this description heading north. It's really the only landmark around here. Don't know where else they, I don't know where else they'd want to go, really. And what Figured interest is this to you? I think before we get too much further into my motivations, you at least owe me your name. Fix. And yourself? Well, it's an Ortis. Just call me Will. A pleasure. I suggest we, we want keep to call moving towards Cole. Agreed. There'll be inns and taverns there, and I need to ask around if anyone else has seen this fellow. Any idea who our mystery guest was? At this point, I'd rather not know. Perhaps you should keep a better eye out for traps this time. Does she have uh, uh, visible weapons or armor on her person? Like, does she look physically imposing? Do they? <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, asking no. you, Leah. I have a... Uh, you can see a buck tucked away on my side sash. Um, but otherwise, I have no visible weapons. Alright. Let's go. Give me perception checks again. Twenty-one and the thirteen, both passes. You hear the sound of one of those shambling skeletons that you lost. It seemed like they were moving away from where you are, but you can hear it now 
moving up from the south where you came from. It's kind of a noise. There's definitely one directly in front of you, but it's just outside of your vision. If you leave it, it will only hurt somebody else on the road. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to respond to it other than to just go like this. And then just, like, walk towards the source of the sound with a weapon ready to go. <laughs> Kill yeah. the skeleton. Fire, you have stopped. You've seen these two figures who seem to be involved in a conversation, and then suddenly they turn towards you as Merlin continues to talk like this. Just remove my hand. And then there was that one time, you know, that I I, I got into a tussle with a squirrel. And I I just don't even look. I just shove Merlin as hard as I can. Just palm to chest, shove back. And I take out my weapon. You suddenly realize this this skeleton is speaking and it's probably someone. Um, You then make out two figures. One of them... um, taller, much taller than the other one. Um, and as you take a few more steps forward, you can see that the taller figure is pulling a weapon out. Um, what do they see when they see you fire? And also, there's a smaller figure stumbling backwards. What do they see when they see Merlin starting with fire, please? With me, they see a shadow elf with lavender skin and glowing white eyes, completely roguified, black hood, dark clothes, very well hidden. And she just has a dagger out and is just staring at you waiting. If you're here to kill me, you're going to have to get in line. Actually, how far away are they? Are we able to... They're pretty close at this point, I think. Um, Everybody here has dark vision, so... With the darkness overhead um, and the lack of uh, moonlight, I think you're all kind of working with greys and and browns hues, mostly. Um, But you can see quite far. Each of you, I think, can see 60 feet away. So we can assume that you're within 60 feet. Um, It's very foggy, which may or may not be an element of the mist, but uh, it's still, there's another element that impedes your vision slightly. Um, so they're probably relatively close. They can certainly hear you. It, apart from the the rainfall, there is almost no sound whatsoever. So speaking is easily heard. I'm not here to kill you. Unless you're here to do harm. I'm protecting someone. And I just motion back to Merlin. I'm, I'm picking quite- myself up and brushing off the dirt. I'm just going to quietly whisper to Fix and say, have you seen these two before? I don't recall. Identify yourself. I'm a bodyguard, and this is my cargo. Hi, I'm Merlin. It's so nice. Merlin casts a spell. (laughs) I would say you'll get used to it, but I don't think you will. Sorry, that one uh, came out by accident. What are you Sometimes doing Sometimes Merlin just speaks animal and expects that we can understand. We cannot, Merlin. That, that was a conversation I once had with a toad. Oh, sorry. 
I get nervous. This is the first time I've had this much contact. Well, other than with um, something smaller than myself. Did you see the man on the hill? Did we? Um, you did not know. No. What are you doing no. out here? I'm leading this one. Why? Where are you going? Money. Merlin. We love to talk. Take over. Um, right. Um, well, when you put me in the spot like that, like that, I, 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 I... Have either of you seen this man? I'm just gonna hold oh. the fly. I'm gonna interrupt them and just hold up the same flyer with the picture on it. Have you seen this man? Last seen heading north, probably in the vicinity of Cull somewhere. No. No, but is he your stepbrother? No, he's not. Okay, so why are you looking for this man? He's believed to have kidnapped a girl from a town called Grant's Refuge south of here. I was hired to bring her back. Oh, mm. alright. Well, that, that can't be good. No, it can't. I'm on a job where I would help for money. I appreciate the sentiment. Uh, yeah. Can I look? Can I look back and see? There are th still three <laughs> skeletons lurking around, and we haven't really moved that far, right? So I'm just there are, gonna look back. There are three that seem to have wandered off. Um. There are two downed ones closer to the road but you're probably a bit too far away to notice that the three that have wandered off you don't have any eyes on it's not completely uncommon to just find a skeleton wandering this close to the mist um but the three that have wandered off don't seem to be tracking you anymore you don't see them at least they're outside of your roughly you know 40 feet of vision at the moment right well if you're heading west or south I'd advise you be careful it seems the dead have taken up a nasty habit of walking around and biting people mm. thanks for the tip if you don't mind my asking why are you so far north we're really close to and I'll just kind of gesture to the border where the mist starts to get really thick kind of the no man's land and point right there and say we're really close to you must be looking for something too to come all this way I'm on a job <laughs> I'll just gesture to Merlin instead then alright um, so why'd you, why'd you drag your bodyguard this far north uh you know, I just wanted to get the heck out of there. Um, I, I, well, where possibly came from? I, I, I was being, um, I was being exiled. Let's just say I got into a lot of trouble, and well, I just got to get far as possible, and we ended up here. I'm sorry. Get out of there. Where is there? 
Um, well, uh, we're not exactly acquaintances just yet. I ain't gonna tell you all my business. Wow, okay. good job, Merlin. Thank you, I've Fire. Had... I'm learning the best from you. Mm. You gotta be Fair snappy enough. when you need to be. But I'm gonna just, you know, go behind you now, because uh, he's got that, that, that big sword. It's fine. Strange fellow. As well. I'll, well, I'll put mind. the sword away at this point since it looks like we're not going to kill each other in the you know, first session. Yeah. That's probably good. I'll put, I'll put my dagger away then too. Um, so gnomes are quite rare to see. They're very... Um, there is no gnome homeland or anything like that. They're quite a rare folk that you usually only find in the um, deep of forests um, or maybe there are uh, deep gnomes and, and rock gnomes that are in the mountainsides um, just so you're aware in general um, also shadow elves or the drow uh, come from the very far south and they mostly keep to their own kingdom much like the tieflings in the opposite end of the map and um, they're very militant usually um, any on the outside of their own homeland are quite often mercenaries, so that makes sense, I think, for you all. Um, however, can everyone roll me an insight check? Nineteen, eighteen, ten. My rolls. <laughs> I also rolled a ten. I don't know if it showed. Uh, okay. And then, um, if, uh, Merlin and Will could roll me a deception check as well. Sixteen. Sixteen. So... Ten. A ten. A ten and a ten and a sixteen. So, I think those of you that rolled the, uh, nineteen and the eighteen fire fix and um that's it actually you two get the sense that i don't know if if merlin has explained it to you fire but you get the sense that what will was saying about um why he's here and what merlin was saying about why he's here that it wasn't entirely truthful they seem to be holding some information back it's not necessarily like they're lying through their teeth like a you know a villain um, but they're certainly playing their, clo their cards close to their chest. Um, and uh, Will, I think... Um, yeah, you don't... You don't get that sense from Merlin. With your tens, unfortunately. He begins to put his swords away, though, and I think... Uh, or his sword and... And... Does the group start moving back towards the road? together I would imagine so I would at least I would for now follow. yeah it sounded like they were heading west and we were heading east question mark or are we heading the same way I think you're all heading the same way okay. right Merlin you're leading the other you're leading yes. you and and fire where were you headed I can bring us over oh, to the actual map if okay, I, that uh, would be that would be great. 
Oh, wait, we're already on the map. So you guys are in the very northern end of the realms here. Up in the top right, you'll see that there's a circle token. That's where you guys are, roughly. Um, you're probably at the most northern end of the hex there, just outside the village of Carl. Um, you would have probably just recently crossed that river that's running there. Carl being tucked away a little behind a mountainside. Um, but you can see it. You can see the village lights, or you could from the road. I think the forest begins to get a little thick up here. The mist um, as well. And you have come all the way from the very south. Um, Fire and and Merlin and uh, Will and Fix came from a place called Grant's Refuge, which is uh, pretty much here. Just to the east of Oka's Port between there and, and Kira. Um, roughly the same kind of travel time. Uh, but you find yourselves all on the edge of Carl. There's not very much else out here. You may have passed the keep. There is a militant keep there, which is called Merrin's Keep. It's uh, it's a keep that belongs to Guardia and the Guardian military. Um, other than that, like it doesn't, no one can visit it or anything like that. It's just, you. You're either a military personnel or you're not. Um, it's a very small castle keep that is just a station for the military should they need to mobilize in some way. For the most part, and I think Will, you'd be privy to this information more than anyone else. Um, everyone's in the wrong space, I've just realized on the overlay, but that's fine, I'll deal with it in a second. <laughs> the, um, for the most part, the military are really inactive in this area. It's so close to the mist. This is just a farming area. Um, farming isn't great because of the darkness there are carrots and mint that you maybe would know of that come from this area and the only interest the military would have in it is maybe that Um, but it's kind of an out of the way place that you all find yourselves and I doubt any of you will have been here before So I assume you're heading to Cole, essentially, all of you. Yeah, in, so. in not really anything else in, around. Yeah, in, in absence of anyone else having anything to say, Will is just back to follow the mission that he's currently working on. So mm. I'm, I'm going, I'm going to Cole and just kind of occasionally looking back to make sure the other three are all following. Yeah, I'll try to keep some distance. I want Merlin and I together and to keep a little bit of distance between the others. I am stalking off down the road uh, as fast as I can. Okay. Um, if everyone could provide me with perception checks again, that would be great. There's the 20. There it is. Oh my god. Three. Uh, 13 from fire and a 16 from fix. Um, Will, fire and fix. You're pretty sure that the skeletons have moved off and moved away from um, where you are. 
you appear to be in a position where there is no immediate threat or danger from that. Depending on what this strange man was doing, who um, appeared um, and then ran directly north, presumably if he ran into the mist, he's already dead. Um, it just seems to be an empty road again, the same as it maybe has been all day for most of you, just kind of walking on a lonely road here by yourselves and uh, doesn't seem to be any danger however Merlin you do hear something very strange as you are all heading back towards the um, road you start to hear these strange kind of whispers on the wind you sense that um, something is behind you for a moment. Merlin may be trailing behind the others turns quickly to look behind, but you don't see anything um, there. The others, you don't hear any whispering. Would I notice Merlin's reaction? I imagine I'm kind of always keeping an eye. Um, I would imagine so, Merlin, depending on how you react. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably uh, trying my quite absolute best to stay quiet and it is a struggle let me tell you okay it is it is a struggle to stay quiet but i'm hearing shit and and, and so uh, uh i guess i'm moving a little closer to fire and, and uh she can probably start to, to feel me shake a little bit probably shaking what? like a like a shivering little little puppy I, are you okay what's happening are you cold again no i i i think there's something out there well there definitely is something out there. Like following us. I I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm hearing things. Get ahead Voices. of me. Oh, okay. Okay. And I inch uh, ahead of fire. I'll I'll turn around and I'm walking backwards with uh, Merlin like in front of me, and I have my hand on Merlin and I'm facing the direction that Merlin said something's there. And I'm just keeping an eye out for a little bit. Just quickly glancing, making sure there's not actually something following. It's for sure not. Okay. Yeah, I imagine that this has probably happened a hundred times. There's something there, and then I go, no, there's not. And then we move on. Yeah. And I'll just there's go... 100% nothing there. By the time she turns to speak to you again, Merlin, the whispers have stopped. There's nothing there. Oh. oh. Oh, just like that, you you make it all better, Fire. It's my job. Thank you. I'm hungry. Okay. I'll start digging through my pack and grab some food and just start handing it over. Yeah. The four of you continue onwards. You head towards the um, lights of the town up ahead. I think it probably takes you about... 45 minutes to an hour of walking along. I'd say probably mostly in uh, in an awkward silence, aside from Merlin's mumblings, um, which all seem to be quite... As I'm eating. Right, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm talking in between. I'm, I'm eating, yeah. ...into his beard, and um, with Thick's sort of shooting glances over at Fire, Fire shooting glances over at Will, Will shooting glances at Merlin, Merlin not looking at anyone... By looking at fix just a few kind of wary glances but no one really pulls anything or does anything strange eventually you come up on this town which um 
is a relatively sort of dour looking place but is at least a uh source of safety um as you approach you can see that they have a very basic kind of um wall that runs around the edge of the town just made of wood like a palisade wall um you can see that the road goes from being a muddied thing to a thing made of um cobblestone and um most of the lights on the houses are on you also um hear in the distance some some noise uh, uh a commotion of sorts but the type of noise that you might hear from a tavern it sounds like it's coming from somewhere towards the very center of of town as you arrive at Cull, you can um walk into this town openly there are no guards that sit um blocking your path or anything like that it just seems like you're allowed in and you all move into what is a really relatively run down place it isn't uh, a beautiful thing um by any stretch of the imagination it's a farmer's village um there are not many people around at all you might see um one woman scurry into a house and close the door and then a uh, a shuttered window kind of open a little as she peers at these strangers entering town um the darkness is abated only by a few lights from windows there are no street lights or anything like that although there are a few fires that you can see going and as you move down this central road it curves to the left to reveal a much larger looking building that is not the most beautiful looking establishment or anything but is um at least certainly a tavern of sorts that you can recognize um as you approach carl it doesn't seem like anything is um this doesn't seem like a, a merchant's village or anything like that you get the sense that this probably has a market or a bazaar that runs during the day but it seems after hours now you're approaching 7 p.m it's unlikely that anyone's still selling things and the only place that you would uh, likely go is the tavern or the inn uh, which lies ahead of you run down two-story looking thing in the darkness most people avoiding you where are you guys going and what are you doing first once you get here did you say there was uh no guards or anything posted at the front gate no guards at the front gate Yeah, I'm just that, 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 that's the first thing that's gonna happen. I'm gonna stop there and say this place is a sitting duck. Nobody around to even watch. I'm still hungry. Let's get you dry and get you some food. You'd think after okay. what happened at Grant's refuge, people would be taking more precautions. And then I'll just walk in. They're on the edge of the mist, it doesn't look like they care. You um, head up towards this tavern. As you get closer, you can you get the sense of a, a quiet tavern. Um, Will, as you step up onto the first steps that run um, towards the open door here, there is a crooked old man with only three teeth 
um, who is sitting on the steps in front of you. He cackles at you. And then says, Yeah, spare a coin. That depends. Can you spare some answers? Have you seen this man? And I'm going to show him the flyer. He kind of uh, stares at it. One of his eyes opening much wider than the other one in a strange... Um, drunken haze, a smell of kind of ethanol and hard liquor that reeks off of his breath as he leans into you. His um, eyes do widen though with with a sense of recognition. He says, yep, yep. Can I can I tell if he's just saying that to get money out of me or or if there's actually like a spark of recognition here? Yeah, give me an insight check. How's a five grab you? A five? Uh, <laughs> you can't tell. He is quite unreadable. Right. You recognize him? You've seen this guy? Yep. Seen him. Around here or where? Which way? Yep. It's not a yes or no question. Well, I tell you what it is. Do you spare a coin? You. <laughs> I, I get so intensely aggravated that I just have to resist the urge to immediately throttle this guy and say, That depends on how much your answers are worth. Can you give me a direction at least? Yep. You say we start with basically no money, right? Uh, how much money have you each got? <laughs> well, I think you told me we started with basically none, right? Yeah. yeah Unless you, that's changed. Uh, do you... Let me see what your sheet says for you. Uh, okay, so on, we're, we're all broke. on this page yeah. here. I'll, I'll put here what you have. Um... Under CP in the middle there. Is that much you got in your pocket? Right in the middle I'm of sorry. the sheet, underneath attacks and spell casting. Right at the top there are like hexagons. Oh, right there. Okay, yep, I see it. Yeah, I'll just I'll pull out one copper then. <laughs> but it's like offering it's like offering him a nickel, but still say. Look, that's about all I've got left. Copper goes further than can... you think. As you pull yeah. it out, it's gone from your hand, and he's looking at it. He bites it with one of his three teeth. Ah! Right! Yep, seen him. Three days ago. Was he alone or with a group? Oh, lots of them. Which way did they head? He points back towards the way you came, and then says... No. Yes. Out. Out of town. Right, and that's pretty much the only road leaving town, right? Well, you can get out over the back. You can creep in through the hole. Big hole at the top. All right. Thanks. He walks past and immediately the old man... Looks at you, Fix. Hey, spare a coin. 
Try somebody else, beggar. He looks extremely hurt. He glances at fire and then looks straight uh, over to Merlin. How's your back? My back's killing me. I, I immediately hiss at him. Oh, you speak cat. You used to have a cat. I say, I say nothing and I just give him the most intense stare like I'm I'm ready to go rabid. And I'm ready to attack if necessary. All right, give me an intimidation check. Can I be standing behind Merlin just with my arms crossed? With advantage. <laughs> yes. that's, that's a 12. A 12. Um... He, uh, he, he doesn't seem that intimidated, um, but he goes back to his one coin. He flicks it up into the air and you see it disappear into his palm as the four of you continue on and you head into this, this, um, tavern that's ahead of you. It's... I'm going to double check my other pocket. You said this guy, like, sleight of handed that first piece out and I'm... Hold on, I didn't get pickpocketed, did I? And double check. Yeah. Um, you check your pocket, your other coins are still there. Okay. Um, <laughs> he, uh, seems to be kind of, uh, back to humming to himself and cackling a little bit as he, um, sits on this, on this doorstep. You and the, the others, um, step into this, this, um, tavern and it's lively in a sense um most of the people they're not like up and dancing and um you know drinking and cheersing or anything but there are more people here than you've seen so far in town there's a few tables around you can see that it seems mostly like town folk you can tell that they seem to do a lot of manual labor there's a group of men sat around one of the tables very muddied hands dirtied overalls probably farmers um since that's the general trade here you can also see a group of men that seem to be um militia men um they don't bear the same insignias that you might find on the army um the the guardian symbol but they do um seem to be the only people in here that are armed maces and short swords nothing amazing um sitting around a single table you only see five of them they've got um uh leathers on but they are mostly kind of uh, overweight or underweight and not necessarily of the age you might expect a strong young man to be. Most of them grade um, and old looking, drinking, and it looks like they've been there for a long time with the amount of um, cups and plates and mugs and tankards on the table. You can see that there are a handful of other people around, families, um, there's only like one child running around one of the tables. There's a fellow in the corner who's wearing pretty normal clothes, but he has a very strange hat that that um, looks a bit like a jester's hat, but it's browns um, and there aren't any bells on the end, but it has that kind of two-pronged thing coming off. Um, and he's sitting strumming a lute, a little song playing um, quietly in the corner. At the bar, you can see a single barmaid, a young half-elf, woman moving back and forth delivering things to tables um one passed out visitor and uh an extremely tall human man maybe like seven feet very tall very thin um with very long hands sliding drinks down the bar and pouring out drinks 
There's a kitchen in the back. There's a hearth, a, a sense of warmth as soon as you walk in from the cold and the rain. Um, but the place slows for a moment. There's a moment where everything stops because newcomers have walked in and they all turn and look to you. And then there's some hushed whispers and then the atmosphere returns a little more as each of you steps in, kicking your boots and looking about. What do you do? Zero Can hesitation order... straight to the table with the soldiers. If the others are ordering food, then they can carry on doing that. But Will is just straight over to the soldiers and kind of loudly aggresses the, uh, addresses the whole group. Gentlemen, and he, I'll put the flyer like flat down on the table in front of them. Saying, any of you seen this man? Supposedly passed through town about three days ago. He's wanted for the kidnapping of a girl and I'm here looking for him. The, um... The eldest-looking one, a very rotund-looking man with uh, um, only a few gray hairs around his um, head kind of looks up to you, rosy-cheeked for a moment. There's a scowl on his face for, face for a second before he looks down um, at your armor and then back up at you and then looks at the the parchment back up at you again and says, uh, Are you from the keep? Came from that direction, but I'm not stationed there, no. Oh, where are you stationed then? Guardia City. Uh, where? The capital, Guardia City. Oh, fuck off, what are you doing here? I already said, I'm looking for a girl. And this guy. And uh, just all of us are looking for a girl, hey boys! They all kind of laugh. <laughs> it's a child. Oh, right. And her parents would like her back. Oh, how much are you getting paid for that? Then that's a good job. Nobles. Yeah. Ah. Wait, why are they hiring you? Because no one else is dumb enough to come out this far on a wild goose chase. Oh, you're not in the guard then, are you? Not anymore. Ah. All right, then. Let's have a look, then. He takes a look at the, uh, the parchment. Um, he doesn't recognize it, he passes it to the man to his left, he doesn't recognize it, he passes it to the other guy, he doesn't recognize it, um, and then finally one of the younger looking, still probably, um, you know, in his 40s, but, um, seems to be slightly less, uh, inebriated, um, gets the parchment, takes a look at it, um, and says, that's not, uh, that's not much of a picture to go on, is it? The drawing itself isn't all that great, but he's got pretty distinctive features nonetheless. He's tall, he's thin, he's got that annoying goatee, looks like you wipe your backside with it. He says, uh, A few days ago, there was some uh, bandits what came through. He might have been with them. I, uh, we scared him off proper. We did. Sent him packing. Good. Good for you. Which direction did you send them packing? Out, uh, out the gate. Right, did you happen to see which way they would have headed? Actually, are there any thieves' dens or anything nearby here you can think of where they would have gone to hole up if they weren't welcome in town? Not much around here, but farms. Sometimes you'll find a little goblin, something like that. Not many bandits. Not hold up. They move around, you know. I've been hovering behind Will this entire time, listening, uh, and then as 
you talk about recognizing Zeman, uh, I conjure up the image next to me of a very old looking man, quite decrepit. The image next to me is quite, uh, it's not, it's almost fuzzy in a way as if the detail is, is kind of lacking. Um, and I ask the same guard, was this man with them? Old man like that. Oh, hell. Hmm. Well, they did have a, a tiefling with them. Weren't that old, though. How old? Clothes like that, though. Robe. Like a vest thing. And a collar. How old? Well, I don't know. Can't always tell with your lot. Uh, not like that old, but he was still pretty old. Like, uh, what? What, 60? Hey. 60? About 60. That sound about right for what you're looking for? Possibly. It's been a long time. I, uh, I walk over to where the other two are. I'll, uh, I'll go with her and they pick the flyer back you. up. Hey, they probably went the other way. They probably went to Som's point. Tom's point. Yeah, they, they wouldn't be sticking around here. No point going the other way. They get caught in Jairus. What's it, Tom's point that you think would be of interest to them? No, but it's easier to hit. The next target. That's right. They kind of nervously shuffle the guards. Right. I'll, uh... I'll pick the flyer back up and kind of nod to them and say, thanks for your, thanks for the help and for your bravery. Keep an eye on this town, yeah? And then I'll I... walk to rejoin the rest of the group. You hear them kind of talk to themselves as you walk out. What the fuck was that about? Don't know. Anyway, so I was saying, right, my wife, she's a fuck. And then they carry on talking. Can you order your own food this time, Merlin, or do I need to again? Oh, you know, don't worry. I think I got it. I think I see another gnome over there, and I immediately point to the child. I'm just going to ask what he thinks I should get. So just just give me one moment, all right? Oh. So I, I I immediately start walking over to this. Well, I think he's a gnome, but he's he's a child. I tap him on the shoulder. Oh, my gods. I thought I was the only one. Hello. Oh, except you're, 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 you're missing a, a beard, um, like Bloomer. Man, that's the smallest person I've ever seen. You're the smallest person I've ever seen. Wait, why, why are you acting this way? There's I, a, there's a woman at the table who says, don't, don't stare, don't, don't stare. You're I'm talking so to me sorry. like I'm crazy. I'm uh, so very no, sorry. It's a, My it, son, it doesn't, it's, it's not an affliction. You're, you're a gnome, oh, yes? Oh. Oh, you're a gnome? Well, uh, this uh, just this just got awkward. I hear you so... can climb trees like a monkey. Um, I immediately. Can you climb bounce. up that wall? I, uh, 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 no, um, I, I immediately start backing away from this conversation. The, the and then I just... mother is like grabbing the child as well, like 
Um, we're so very sorry. We're very sorry. Look at that, dear. I, I, I run back to fire on all fours, and I just, I'm like, I look up to her, and I'm just like, this is, that was a mistake. Yeah, I didn't want to say it. I kind of wanted to see how it You out. knew? And you let it happen? I have to have fun somehow. Can we get something to eat? Sure. There are a few spare, like, or, or empty tables around that you can find. There's one in the middle of everything, you know, when you come into a place and there's just the one table in the middle of everyone that's awkward. Um, there are a few towards the back as well. I'd go to one towards the back. I, I follow her. After that, I'm probably not going to stay uh, even five feet away from her. No. That's a good try. Thanks. You know, I'm, I'm doing my best. I'm really doing my best, Fire. Mm. Well, what do you want to eat? Oh, uh, well, well, let's see. I, I immediately uh, go through my pockets to see how much uh, money I got. Which is probably not a lot. But Fire doesn't know that. Um, I pull out um, two pieces of copper. Uh, you know, this is just a spare change. How, how much do you think uh, we can get for this? Uh, you'd have to ask. It's kind of different everywhere. Oh, oh, it's, oh okay. All right. I'll I'll I'm kind of... I'm kind of just between you and me. I'm kind of used to just getting the scraps. I, I would I would eat under people's tables, even well, under on. their robes in very um, desperate situations. And it's it's unbelievable how they don't notice sometimes. You have every table here. Go scurry around. I didn't think of that. I immediately put my my copper back into my pocket. And I just run around the tables on all fours just seeing whatever I can find. Yeah, give me an investigation check. There's 14. loads. Apart from like puddles <laughs> of drink that I don't know if you quite lap up, um, it's up to you. I don't know quite how feral you are, but the. Um, I am feral. I'm going to do feral, it. You just drink like a dog. You're just drinking up all the all of the stuff on the ground um you find um you find like a few um scraps of food for the most part you see that it's a lot of like kind of day old vegetables um half eaten carrots you um do find some nice um bits of rhubarb i don't think you've probably have ever had rhubarb before so that would be interesting for you to eat sweet um an interesting new taste um a lot of things here, uh, you do find like an old chicken bone, you find an, a piece of meat that you can't describe, um, you find something sticky, do you eat that? Oh no, definitely not going for the thing that's yeah, sticky. Yeah, good, because it was phlegm. Um, oh. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah, you find like a lot of scraps, but it, it none of it is good, you, at least you to know. our perception. Right. So... I muster what I can, and I, 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 I guess nibble on the things that still look edible, and then I immediately uh, run back to, to fire on all fours, and I look, look to her like I just, uh, I failed my mission, and I didn't find uh, the most greatest of things. But give me a Constitution saving throw. Oh no. <laughs> oh 
no. That's a three. That's a three. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> your stomach starts, like, rumbling and feeling very weird. You're also a little drunk because you've mixed oh. every type of alcohol oh, no. this place sells. Um, from licking it up off of the, like, wooden with, like, mud and hay-covered floor in this really not clean establishment oh, and then also oh just God. eating like bits of carrot that might have been there since yesterday um and oh old chicken wings and anonymous okay. meat so you have a stomach ache at best right now we'll see if it translates to full poison later on and you oh. are at best tipsy becoming drunk and i think fire you maybe recognize that as he says it wasn't mm -hmm. great and then his face turns a little pale and he wobbles as he tries to stand up I just grab the back of your neck and just make you sit down ew oh, okay stay put <sighs> gun mm -hmm. right here on this on this stool yep there is a um the bar uh owner or at least what appears to be the um fellow that was very tall um, walks over towards your table and uh, Fix and Will, are you at the table too? Watching this all go down? We're probably back by now. We probably finished our conversation with the militia guys and have returned. Go to the table or do you get your own table? I can't tell if you've given up with these uh, two yet. Are there, are there other tables that are open? <laughs> there are. Is there even an option to go somewhere There are else? other tables, yeah. Uh... No, I think out of out of sheer curiosity, I'd go back and sit next to these other two, if for no other reason that I can listen to what they're saying. Oh, fire gives you like a glare. Like I look not... excitedly at. I... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I I see the glare and I absolutely don't care and just kind of sit right next to her. Six two. I uh, I sort of stare quite conflictedly uh, around and then intently at Will and follow him. Yeah. As you guys sit down at the table, you see this very tall fellow walking over. He's in um, pretty um, standard clothing, a tunic and some trousers with some old-looking boots, but he does have an overall on, very kind of greasy-looking. Um, as he approaches the table, he says, Hello, it's me. I am Denehi Gondi. I own this place. I give you food now, yes? You look hungry. How much? He kind of, like, wobbles a little bit in the way that he's he's standing. It doesn't seem like a sense of, of drunkenness. Um, he just seems very kind of odd in his movements, his arms moving around him strangely, his legs barely able to kind of support his weight, it seems like at times. Um, he points back over his shoulder towards the bar and says, Mug of beer and salami stick for one copper piece. Oh. Deal of Sintry, no? Just I'm sorry. Merlin. I, I, I would love to get one of those. Yes. This is uh, Salem's. He points up at the roof. It's an uh, old establishment. It's named after Salami. Maybe. Hmm. I'll pass. You ever have Salami? There's no way. Uh, you probably don't even recognize the word he's saying. Mm -mm. I have no idea what this is, but I'm ordering it anyway. Okay, he looks at you, Fix. Four coming up. Welcome. Sit down. Sit down. You need bed for the night? 
How much? You get free bed with uh, salami. Oh. You just have to say you love salami. I love salami. Free Merlin. bed. What? It's... We get a room. I love salami. With salami. Free bed. I actually do love salami, so this is perfect. Cheers. Free bed for you. That's a steel deal. Shadow Ranger want free bed? Mm-mm. You don't want to sleep outside. I'll sleep with Merlin. Like that? Oh. Okay. Four beers. Four salami is coming up. And he kind of wanders off. He looks like he's being puppeteered in the way he walks. Kind of like a, a, a doll of sorts. But he wanders off, moves behind the bar, and heads into the uh, into the kitchen behind. And that is where we're going to go to a short break here this evening. Thank you so much for um, joining us, people, viewers of the world. And uh, here we are established in the realm. And we'll see whether you guys do love salami after this short break. We'll be about 10 minutes if you're new to the channel. Um, please uh, uh, hit follow and uh, we'll be here every week. There is also a giveaway next week because that's awesome and Wizards of the Coast um, were kind enough to offer us some uh, things and stuff to give away which we're going to do next week so bear that in mind for next week and we'll be back in about 10 minutes after a short break. Go grab yourself some salami and see you in 10. Welcome back, everybody, to Table Stories Mistlight. And the crew are sat in Salam's Tavern in the town of Cull with uh, a young barmaid, a sort of uh, relatively young-looking half-elf um, woman brings over four mugs of, of beer for you in these kind of kind of old looking rickety tankards but they look pretty clean um which is at least a good sign um and then comes back a few minutes later with um these four very strange looking um meals and it's not really a meal it's a stick with a bunch of meat wrapped around it um similar to a sausage but odd it smells pretty good um, the, the meat is very red looking, um, you might expect it to be spicy, or it comes from something odd, 
um but it seems to be cooked it seems to be real food and it's it's a sizable thing as well it's not necessarily it's not like a tiny little thing it's a pretty decent portion the four plates are slammed down in front of you including you fix who didn't order one and the uh barmaid kind of nods and then moves over to the table there's a the group of guards whistle her over and she gets to taking some of their things um and you sit now in front of this um salami and uh, a mug of ale each i immediately from the stool uh peer towards the food and i start to smell it um would this look familiar to me whatever the meat uh, well the salami is mm, what check would it be um i guess you can give me a perception or an investigation check any of you cool. if you want to figure out what this meat is from Right, I'm gonna use Nope, I'm just gonna bite into it. <laughs> 16 on investigation from Fix, a 16 on investigation from Merlin. Um, you take a smell, you kind of, maybe Merlin is kind of doing that thing of like, uh, like a dog would do with the nose up close to it, smelling it. Um, Fix maybe awkwardly picking it up and taking a look. Um, in the same way that you don't always know what's in a sausage, because it's just varying meats from varying parts of animals. This seems even more chaotic than that. You would guess that this is meat from every available animal around. Um, but there's also a sense that there is um, some added spices to it. Um, and maybe something else. You can't get the exact um additional spices and ingredients but it's certainly a mixture of any meat <laughs> could be anything in there um but there's Red. too many to tell from a from a smell when you take a bite of it will it tastes pretty great tastes yeah, pretty the good. only thing i need to know is does this result in a card check <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't no okay, you, you right, eat it, it it seems like a very um interesting tasting um sausage um there is there is more than just meat in there you definitely you can taste what seems like carrots um and then you get a sense of something green maybe a spinach um kind of taste which is kind of odd but there is just another element to it as well as some strange kind of spices um added to it as well but nothing too strong just something that seems to bring out or bring the flavors together it's actually pretty good i would say I will switch my plate and my drink with Merlin's, just out of habit. Poison check. Oh, switch. Okay. Giving me the bigger one. Yep, that's right. Oh, thank you, fire. And I just, you just wait two minutes eating. and see if I keel over. You do not. It's food. I pick at it reluctantly until I no, then I was start shoveling that. it down. I was saying that out loud to fire. You can just <laughs> wait and see if I keel over in the next two minutes. If you pay me, I'll switch. Oh, me? Yeah. Need a poison checker? Uh, well, probably should have said that before I bit into it, and you're probably outside my price range at the moment. Hmm. Too bad. How do you know whether it's poisoned? Am I alive? I've already eaten halfway through it. I'm still, I'm still alright. I, I just immediately start gnawing it like it's a, a, a corn. <laughs> on cob. 
This is the first meal that's ever been prepared in front of Merlin. Okay? This is big. I usually eat stuff from the floor. Alright? This is great. He's probably I, crying. Happy oh, tears. Don't cry, don't cry <laughs> you know. again. This is the best thing I've ever had. Don't. Okay. Here he goes. Is it normal that you more thoroughly inspect the food on your plate than the food on the floor? I, I make a, I, 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 I give him a, a look, and then I immediately just go back to eating food. Take that as a nope. Is, is this normal behavior? Mm. Indeed. Hope you're being paid well. If I wasn't, I wouldn't be here. So begin as I eat, staring quite intensely at Will. At least let me finish the food and then we can hash it out, because clearly we're chasing off to the same people, or they at least know each other. This, actually, this stuff's actually not that bad. I haven't killed me yet. Might be biding its time. That's a jolly thought. Doesn't pay to be well, What about you two, huh? What oh. about us? Who? I just... Sorry. Morbid curiosity, I suppose. I don't think I've ever met a... Are you, an, are, are you a gnome? Is that the, the term? Yes, I am a gnome. What's it to right. you? Are okay. you on to me? Merlin, you don't have to be snappy all the time. On to you? I'm sorry, are you... I'm on the run. Have you have you committed some horrific crime that, that you should be concealing? Well, that's uh, should I tell him fire? No, I don't. I don't even know your name. Oh, that's right. I told her I forgot to tell the other two. I'm Willerton Ortis, Guardian Army. I'm here. Uh, well, I already showed you before. I'm looking for a guy hmm. who's apparently. Traveling with someone that she's looking for too. I usually oh. don't tell people my name, but according to Merlin, I'm fire. Oh, sorry. Uh, and I'm Merlin. Um, Seems like what? more trouble than it's worth traveling with this one. Hmm. We'll find out. I am so sorry, fire. It's okay. And I start drinking um, whatever's in the tankard, um, like a, like a doggy wood in his, uh, with, with his uh, water bowl. Yeah, I you can give the... me a constitution saving throw as well, actually, just to see how drunk you are. What? Oh no! Come on. On a scale on, of one Brad. to twenty. Oh Jesus! Thirteen. You're thirteen drunk. Oof. Please continue. I take the notebook off my side and begin. Furiously writing notes. Can I read any of them from where I'm sitting? That I don't want to lean in and make it Potentially obvious, between but... you two. First of all, are you guarding it with your hand? And second of all, mm. what language are you writing in? Um, I would be writing... I'd be writing in common. And 
I am lightly guarding it, but... Hmm. If there's any guarding, I think I would just not bother. There's probably a flicker of a glance over towards you as you start writing from fire, and then you can see that she gives up. It doesn't bother me. You can tell. Uh, yeah, as I write these notes, I'm constantly flicking glances up at Will to see if he's done impatiently. Oh, I'm just kind of watching Merlin with amusement now. Will is fascinated by this concept of a gnome. I've just I've never seen one before, so I'm just kind of. I think uh, Merlin, as he's eating, he's taking a notice uh, that that Will's watching watching him, and uh, he's 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 giving him the the look too every now and then as he's uh, you know, enjoying his salami, which by the way he's almost done with. He probably finishes off that last little bit. And, uh, glances over at, uh, Will's remaining piece of salami. I'll just push it towards him. The, the whole plate. And I just slowly, with my hand, pull the plate towards myself. And then I just, I just go wrap it on the piece of salami. No take backsies. And I get back to it. I wouldn't dream of it. The uh, barmaid walks over to you and begins like cleaning some of the plates. Who ate all of their food? Everyone. Yeah. 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 I did. She starts taking the plates away and says, um, "Did you enjoy it then?" It was. Oh yes. Amazing. Oh, like really we... though. That's all right. I can't take the rooms away from you or anything like that exceeded expectations. What can I say? We love salami. We actually liked it. Like is a strong word. I loved it. Oh. Alright. Didn't expect that. Alright, well, do you want anything else? Oh. Do you normally get complaints on the food? or what? Oh, no one eats it. No one. Really? No. What do they normally eat then? Anything else? Chicken. They get a uh, rhubarb pie. You got rhubarb pie. I would note that you weren't really offered anything else. Yeah, if I had known, maybe I would have. Oh. Well. All right, that's dinner here for you, isn't it? Yeah, you should. Um. Well, next time. Next time you know, didn't you? Yeah. You want another it drink? The, it was the only meal that came with the room. I'll get so. you another round, yeah? Um. A salami? No. Oh, God, no. Oh, oh okay. Oh, yeah, no. I think I'm good for now. All right. She takes some of the plates away and heads back towards the bar. it possible to retroactively not enjoy something suddenly i don't like it so much what have i done i'm sure you'll be oh, well. fine what's up sir well it was lovely meeting the both of you uh i'm pointing it or i'm i'm like just looking in the direction of Merlin and fire while I'm saying this. I'm saying, 
was lovely meeting you. Thanks for joining me for dinner, I suppose. But uh, I'm heading east after this, so probably be parting ways. You, you although, can't go. Although, yeah. although you never really did say why you were up here, Mr. Gnome. And I will admit, you still have my curiosity. I've been quite straightforward about my motives, so... Would love to hear this legendary tale of how you came to be on the run. Oh, uh, well, uh... Fire, how much do you think I should, should tell them? Everyone give me when constitution saving throws. Oh no. I hate you, Brad. I got a seven. Oh no. <laughs> that is an eight for me. Fifteen from Fire Fire, you are not quite as affected as the others. Um you notice that each of you, Merlin, Fix, and Will, you start to get this headache. It comes on really quickly. As you're turning from this conversation from Merlin, speaking back and forth to the others, you suddenly realize this, this headache rising, a, a pounding in the, in the center of your head. And... As you turn from one to the other, there is a sudden smash as the window behind where the bar is smashes open and a horrific creature bursts through. There is screaming and terror and chaos immediately as a huge tentacle pierces through this bartender's chest. It twists quickly around him and grips at him like a snake. A second bursts through his eye socket from the back and his body falls slack on these tentacles. This terrifying beast pulls itself through the glass. You can see the glass breaking off of its strange hide and it's snapping wildly with a beak on the front of this very, very odd thing. This is something that none of you would ever have seen. It has the appearance of a sort of giant floating brain. It has mucus falling from this pinkish hide. There's a damp look from the rain, but there's also this kind of phlegmy substance that's falling off of it. And it's floating now several feet off of the ground in this kind of eerie, dreamlike manner. It's twisting and flicking uh, these tentacles around. There's about ten of them. They're fibrous, muscular things with these long black barbs that run down them and, and they, they taper off to points at the end. The body of the bartender falls from the tentacles now and this thing moves this bulbous head around the room kind of looking but it has no eyes it seems to fixate itself towards your direction your table towards the back um, of this tavern this headache gets worse and worse and worse fire you begin to feel it now the <sighs> presence of this thing is causing you to have a headache 
please roll me initiative each of you and i will give you an image of what this thing kind of looks like your mind's eye oh this thing is floating steadily across the room towards where you are um you will be very pleased to know. I'm going to be referring to it as a grell. But you wouldn't know what it's called. It's just a monster. Um, so, to roll initiative, you just have to click on your token and then click on the word initiative. If you haven't done it, it's all good. I will figure it out for you. Um, I'm going to be I... adding for the militia that are in there on the table as well. Um, but you will also notice that there are several people in the uh, way of you and this creature. There is the child, which is this token, which is standing, staring at this thing that's broken through the window behind the bartender. This is the kind of fellow with the jester. These guys are the, the militiamen that are currently conscious enough to be able to aid you. This is the bartender, and this is the family, the parents of the child, who are currently screaming and freaking out. Will, you got a 16. Uh, Fire, you got a 16 as well. Uh, Merlin got a 10 on his initiative. Fix got a 5. And then the militia. Let me roll for the militia. And the Grell. Militia are on a 9. And the Grell is on a 15. Now, for those who are familiar with Grells of any kind, this thing is four times the size that it should be. Just so you're aware. Um, it's very, very large. And moving across the room to you, causing this horrible pounding in your brains. The very large seven foot form of this bartender falls down his head with the eye socket now missing cracks off the side of the bar blood dripping to the ground as this thing with its tentacles begins to rise up and float somewhat towards where you guys are the first person to react is fire but you can say stuff as well i immediately grab merlin and i how would it work if I wanted to, like, rush Merlin? Is this a column here? Uh, where are this... we pointing? That uh, thing? Yeah, behind that, okay. yeah, would be a column. Yeah, I want to rush Merlin and kind of just throw him behind the column there. Merlin, are you willing to let her do this? Yes. Then I'll allow it, yeah. You can move your tokens to behind there. We can assume that you carried him. That is your action, though. Yeah, I just, I put Merlin behind, and I'm, I'll be behind it as well. Okay. You still have a bonus action? Uh... Can I just hide as a bonus action? You can. You are a rogue. Yeah. Roll yeah, me I'll a just... stealth check. 21. 21. Nice. Brings us to Will's turn. 
Oh boy. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna stand up and against my better judgment, I'm gonna start moving towards the thing. Gonna advance to right here. And just get weapons drawn and kind of yell at the militiamen around the table and say, showtime, lads. The militiamen around the table are moving, but they don't seem to be reacting uh, with the same steel as you do. They grab at their weapons, but they're still seated. One of them is just slack-jawed and wide-eyed. The oldest um, man kind of shouts generally, What the fuck is that? And uh, they are moving, but they're not spurred into action heroically by any means. They seem to... Everyone just seems to be shocked at this horrific thing moving across the tavern towards you, which it does do. It floats ahead of um, I, you. you still I am going stuff? to take... Oh, yeah, I'm going to take a moment here to cast... Uh, protection from evil and good on myself. That spell right there. Okay. You cast protection from evil and good, which uh, gives you a certain level of protection from aberrations, celestials, elementals, fey, fiends, and undead. And we can get to that in a second, I guess. Um, this thing is moving across the room towards where you are, but it only really gets to here. Um, you see its large kind of bulbous head um, focused on where you are generally, but the tentacles are flying around wildly. Um, it slows its descent as it hovers over the bar and back down towards the ground. The sounds of the people around it seem to be drawing the tentacles. Um, you can hear the 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 militiamen standing up, a um, tank had hits the ground and two of the tentacles rush and flip out towards it. Um, but it's it's uh, ending its turn there. The headache is getting worse for each of you, but there's no direct effects. Um, which brings us to Merlin. Oh boy. Um, well, I immediately uh, turn to fire and uh, cast protection from good and evil as well. Hmm. What does it look like when you do this? Hold still fire, so I, I immediately uh, turn to her and uh, I, uh, I put my hands uh, on her shoulders as I'm looking very intensely uh, into her eyes and uh, I'm, I'm sure she then eventually uh, starts to feel that sense of protection. Like, there's there's like a presence now, now protecting her from this, well, whatever it is, a chicken brain with tentacles, I don't know. It's freaky. That it is. Um, is there anything else you'd like to do? Um, the bonus I don't know action. if I can cast... Can I cast a cantrip? Minor illusion? Uh, if it's Possibly. a bonus action. Oh, yeah, I don't think it is. Yeah, no. Um, alright. Uh, I think as a bonus action, I'm just gonna keep... Um, well, I'm, I'm gonna stay behind the, the pillar here. I'm just gonna... Okay. Um, the militiamen, I'm going to roll a dice for them. In fact, I'll roll it so that everyone can see. Uh, if they roll over a 13, they are spurred into action. 
and eight they are kind of scrambling you can tell that they're fearstruck right now they are shouting at each other they're warbling the one that's closest to the grill is kind of fallen out of his out of his chair here and he's just crawling backwards across the ground very um sarah connor terminator style um the eldest is standing up but they don't react um they are horrified by this thing which brings us to fix um uh, i will move slightly to a more open space and uh, seeing that nobody has, has actually even touched it yeah and it's still advancing towards us uh, i decide to just have a quick crack at it to see if i can slow it down any um and flick my hand out and like sort of pulling motion as i throw an eldritch blast at it okay roll your eldritch blast attack roll and eight um is a miss i think um you fire this thing it sh- it flies wide but how does it look when you do it uh it's it's almost unseen you actually just see like a ripple through the air uh as it flies towards it and assumedly just sort of like disrupts a few tentacles yeah maybe like a a, a bottle on the bar explodes mm. a few seconds or a second afterwards um okay that's your main action you want to do anything on a bonus action or move further um i will move a little bit further back okay brings us back to the top of the round with you fire i just very quickly and harshly say to merlin you have two options here you stay and fight or we leave your choice well, we're staying. There's too many people here. We could try and stop this thing and save them. Fuck. Stay quiet. And I'll just lean around the column and take a shot with my short bow. Give me that attack roll. 11. An 11 is a miss. Barely. You see the arrow fly towards this thing. It, as well as the Eldritch Blast, fly past. The arrow hitting the broken window edge and flicking out of the window. The growl remains unharmed. What else do you do? I will just duck back behind the column and hide again. Okay, give me that stealth check. 18. 18. Will. You are muted. I am indeed muted. What do you know? Uh, I am going to... Uh, I am going to do what my character would do and move closer, even though that's the worst possible idea. Um, I'm going to get between it and the closest civilian. So right here. Okay. And take a swing at it. Alright, give me that attack roll. Give your shield. I do, yes. Shield and shield and sword in one hand at the moment. So this. Twelve. Twelve is a hit. 
10 damage. 10 damage to the Grell. Um, as you move closer to this thing, it becomes um, excited. You can tell by its tentacles lifting up. The head is most certainly following you. The beak snapping towards you. It kind of readies itself, uh, kind of like a spider might, as it comes up with its tentacles raising up around this kind of brain-like hide that it has. And you bring this sword along, and I'd say you probably whip off one of the tentacles as you do so. It cuts through one of the tentacles really cleanly. It's it's like, um, it feels like cutting through flesh. Um, and this tentacle falls off. You can see that the mucus that's running down the body is also running down this tentacle it hits the ground and this strange um stuff flicks off of it and give me a nature check nature there it is five a five it's so gross um is what you think uh anything else from will no, that's all I've got. The Grell, excitable. Um, you cut off one of its, um, one of its little tentacles. You know, not little tentacles. This thing kind of turns on you now. Um, it's going to make two attacks towards you with the tentacles. First one, a natural one, uh, and the second one is a fifteen. What is your AC? Eighteen. Let's see here. Roll me a d20. Because what I like to do, dear viewer, with natural ones is roll a d20 and see if uh, a strange consequence happens. That is a 19 on that critical fail. Um, this thing brings its tentacle around in such a way that it... That it um, uh, injures itself it cracks the tentacle on the side of the table and completely fumbles its attack against you while the second tentacle whips out and you bring your shield up there's kind of a gong sound as it hits this shield um and then roll me a d10 four that is how much it has injured itself for Four damage as it cracks its own tentacle on the table, giving you the chance to avoid the attack, signaling that attack coming in towards you. However, it's not over. The tentacles flaring up was one thing. There's still a beak rushing down towards you and snapping on a 15, also a miss. I think maybe you duck, bring that shield up, hit the tentacle, and then this beak snap just above your head. You hear the power in the beak. You know it's going to sting if it gets you. You're going to want to avoid it. Um, but right now, we see one of the Militia Guard crawling backwards, fear in his eyes. Will, going toe-to-toe, bringing this very large round shield with a sigil on the front up, fighting this, this Grell. And it seems to have all eyes on him now, which is good for the, the people that are around doing nothing. Um, not necessarily great for Will, although he has yet to be hit. He seems very proficient, like a soldier should be. And that brings us... To Merlin. I think uh, Merlin, what he what he does next is he closes his eyes and he takes a, a deep breath, pulling out his uh, staff slowly, and he holds it with two hands. He kind of just uh, uh, taps it 
uh, on, on the uh, the ground and it kind of makes a um, I, I, it creates like a um, like a spark and the, the, the staff just begins to glow and he uh, casts true strike on himself true strike on himself um, hmm, okay this is a concentration spell which means your protection yeah. from evil and good yeah falls oh does it fall Ooh. yes hmm okay I did not consider that um you know what I think I immediately retract from that because I'm like oh snap I uh, I have a protection spell on my friend well, then rewinds I'm just, time I'm just gonna yeah, wreak havoc power. and I'm gonna I'm just I'm just gonna do up my magic missile <laughs> magic missile over at yep. the grell magic missiles always hit um which is the weird rule of magic missiles i think do you fire three of them it's been a while since i've had a I, wizard yeah i think i do i do fire three all right so let me you create three glowing darts two, of magical force three. force each dart hits a creature of your choice that you can see within range which is 120 feet and it deals force damage so yep you can roll that three times and it simply deals that damage to the grell um how does this look when you do this um so uh well uh i was first uh uh whatchamacallit casting true strike and then it, i immediately retract and it's like oh okay uh well i guess i'm doing something else so i immediately peer from the corner and with my staff i'm just like pew 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 yes and they fire across to where you are will suddenly you see these these magical effects striking the grell as if somebody's firing these small artillery shots from behind you you get the sense that the the others are firing in on this thing the arrow that whistles past you yes. the the bottle that explodes in front of you they're certainly doing something but you are up there at the moment alone and is that the end of your turn yes all right brings us to the guards let's see if they are able to snap out of their fear they are they rush suddenly to your side um this one time standing up rushes forward with a mace this one and this one as well uh and i'm gonna roll attack rolls for both of them or all three of them which is a d20 15 hit 14 hit and 14 hit and then the damage. You know what? I'm just gonna roll 3d8. They deal 12 damage. So these guys suddenly rush forward. Seeing Will, um, it kind of, uh, I think, rallies them and they kind of run in. They're kind of still drunk and inebriated and they stumble forward. There's a, a, a weak war cry from them as they're like, ah! It's definitely a war cry. They bring up their maces and all of them just start bashing on this thing like the scene from Shaun of the Dead. And uh, they each hit the thing. Um, you can tell, Will, one of them hits the the hide the brain-like mucusy thing and it seems to be very thick um hitting this thing looks like they're hitting a like a cow or something like that a bull as it hits the the brain you'd expect maybe it to fold in or burst it doesn't it's, it's much thicker than that um as they deal this damage the thing kind of screeches again but still seems to be relatively focused on you the tentacles now flailing out um, a little more towards the others. Um, bringing us to you, Fix. 
Um, I... Is Hex a bonus action only, or is that an action action? Let's have a look. Hex. Oh, we've got it in the chat. That's nice. Let's read it. Um, Hex. You place a curse on a creature. It is one bonus action, yes. Um, you can see within range. Are you doing it? Um, yes. I, uh, you see my, the book that I was furiously writing and suddenly like hovering and flicking through pages and from the pages, uh, an inky sigil sort of rises and flashes bright blue and speeds towards the creature, branding itself upon it. Mm. So this will put a hex on the grill, which will allow you to deal an extra 1d6 necrotic damage to the target whenever you hit with an attack. You can also choose one ability when you cast a spell and the target has a disadvantage on ability checks made with that ability. Um, so that's uh, strength, con, whiz, that stuff. Which one do you pick? Uh, having just seen it try and attack using bare force of its limbs, um, I will use uh, choose strength. Okay. Strength, hex. And uh, that's a bonus action, so you can still... Use your um, main so action. I will attempt to use another Eldritch Blast and flick another attack out at it. Okay. Give me the attack roll. 24 is absolutely a hit. Yep, give me the damage and an extra d6. Oh. Damage is, uh, so you highlight the word Eldritch Blast in the dice rolling column on the right. It'll go red. Nine, and then it roll me a d6 as well. Two, so 11 total damage. This um, hex lands on this grell in front of you, Will, and then suddenly you see it. It's like it's been hit by one punch man or something. Part of its um, brain, that hide that's being battered by these uh, militia men and their maces suddenly folds inwards as if it's been hit by an invisible force and uh you see a kind of maybe a black inky mess run off of it as well um as it actually splits part of the brain and then all of this mucus and and strange dark ica like blood burst backwards out of this thing's head it lets out another terrifying screech but it is still flailing wildly uh in front of you is that the end of your turn fix yes brings us to fire Okie dokie. Um, if I hit with my bow, I would get sneak attack, right? Because Will is there. Um, yes. Yes? Yes. Yes. Um, okay, then I will take a shot at it. Bella is my uh, co-DM, by the way. <laughs> He's Sorry. the encyclopedia that I need for my terrible memory of everything. There you go. Um... That is a, yep, 22 a hit with the sneak attack, a grand total of 13. How do you kill it? Ooh, right dead center of the brain, like where it was caved in. I just want to destroy it Yeah. at its weak point. This um, arrow is, is let loose and it flies straight over your head will but you can feel the edge of it snip off one of your hairs as this arrow dung hits this thing in the center of its head 
there is a moment where it it brings all of its tentacles up in front of you it opens its beak as if to screech and then falls forward roll me a dex saving throw I will find my saving throws in a moment. Ah! 17, you jump backwards at this enormous thing that was hovering, lands in a, a fleshy lump in front of you, the tentacles spilling forward, all of the militiamen jumping back as well. There's a sudden realization that there's a child crying, a couple of women screaming. There's a man that is running forward to, to pick up his, his, um, his boy. And the Grell falls dead. This enormous, strange-looking, fleshy lump sitting now on the ground in front of where all of you stand. The barmaid runs around the side of the bar and looks at the um, corpse of the the bartender um you hear a strange sob and then you hear one of the militiamen shout to the other one what the fuck is that my fucking head hurts Ah!" you still have a bad headache and it continues it's increasing all of you boy i i think i need to lie down Mm, i'm just checking you over making sure you're not wounded are you hurt? No, I, 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 I'm okay. How, how do you think the others are? I'll just lean over from behind the column and look. You will see me just stepping back from the thing and finally untensing after that brief encounter and then kind of turn around with a, hey, you guys saved me a lot of trouble there <laughs> and put the sword away. I think they're uh, fine. I am stood in the middle of the room still, uh, fists clenched, breathing quite heavily, looking panicked, but trying to keep it under control. Anybody else got a pounding headache? It's that fucking thing. The head of the guard, the larger, more rotund man, goes over and kicks the grill. Um, It doesn't react. It just seems like a big pound of flesh now as he kicks it a couple times, and then he looks over towards you and says, I'll give you a gold piece to get that thing the fuck out of here right now. You got a deal? <laughs> All the way out of town. I'll, I'll start dragging the thing, at least out of the room for the time being. I'll drag it over to, like, near the door. Give me an athletics check. You can definitely do this, but it's just how easily you do it. Yeah, it's, um... Crazy. He just starts dragging this thing by one of the tentacles out of the room. It looks easy to him as he starts to do it. The um, the guards are standing around shocked. They're each grabbing their heads. The um, family are holding the, the child. The um, But one tentacle is left behind on the ground as Will is dragging this thing out. I'll walk over to it. I, I follow behind. Cautiously. And I'll just, I'll look at the guy and say, how much if I bring this out? 
He looks over and says, Oh, I'll give you a gold as well. Get it the fuck out of here. Thank you. And I just hoist it over my shoulder. And I just Take look like I'm, I'm pushing it from behind, like I'm helping, but I'm, I'm really not. Yeah. My friend is helping. He shakes his head at you. Um, they begin <laughs> to, like, look around. You can hear the murmuring, the sobbing, the tears, and, uh, the, uh, you hear one of the guards say, the fuck are we gonna do about Dennehy? That fucking, that fucking killed him. He bloody dead. Um... Well, you're dragging it outside. What's the what's no, the no? I, I'm dragging it. I'm dragging it and just kind of dumping it by the door. But I'm certainly not leaving yet. Okay. I'll just, I'll, I'll dump it by the door, but then quickly walk back over to them. And it's, is this a, has this happened before? Is this a common problem? Uh, no, no, no. Outside of a few orcs that come into town raiding, uh, we've had a warg before. I don't even know what that is. What is that? I haven't the foggiest. You don't think that's a... No, don't say that, you stupid bastard. It can't possibly be. No, you're right. You're right. I reckon it came out of the mist. No, it didn't, you stupid bastard. Nothing's come out of the mist. Nothing's come out of the mist, right? Does that come out of the mist? Did that come out of the mist? He's looking at you now, Will. I don't know where else it could have come from, to be honest. A fucking mist creature. Fucking knew it. I shouldn't have moved here. Shouldn't have moved here at all. All right. Okay, well... No, you shouldn't have. Okay, right. Well, we gotta check the rest of the town then. See if there's any more of these fuckers. Okay, alright. We'll split up. No, I don't want to split up. Yeah, I don't want to split up. We should move as a group. Yeah, we should move as a group. Alright, we'll move as a group. Uh, okay. Alright. Come on then, boys. Get out the fuck out of my town! They start to move towards the door as well. Avoiding it. Grabbing at their heads. Has the headache let up? Nope. Since it moved. Getting worse. Has the protection from evil spell had any effect on said headache? Um, let's see. Slow it down at all? Um, I think it probably... You, you can tell that the protection from evil and good was working, even though I shouted out the wrong shouts. It would have been the same either way, but... It, it did affect it, but it hasn't helped enough with the headache, no. Just being around this thing seems to be giving off a... Uh, just a passive headache. Or something. It's doing something to you that's really hurting now. Right. Borderline, like, you're heading towards a migraine. Things are getting lighter, sounds are getting louder. I'll, uh... Just scan the crowd, make sure no one else got hit by this thing, and if... All of the, you know, bystanders appear to be okay, then walk back over to the rest of the party. We should leave I gotta, right now. Yeah, yeah, we should. I gotta, I gotta get out of here. I can't. As I said that, I literally just stalk out of the door. Straight out. Yeah, well, well. Mm-hmm. I can't focus. Yeah, Go I ahead now. Well. Yeah. I, I follow closely behind. Yeah. You guys head out into the rain that's still coming down. There's a, um, as a, and you're dragging the thing and bringing the tent. Yeah, as I am well. gonna resume dragging it. Yeah, mm-hmm. just just to the closest, to, you know, towards the closest border of town to like haul it over a fence or out the door or wherever. Yeah, it's I'd probably, probably just drop mine behind a tree or something. <laughs> just leave it. Yeah, like I just put it where they can't see it. Okay. If they yeah, look out the door, toss it into like a nearby bush. 
under a tree just outside. Um, and Will begins dragging it. I w the closest border is probably where you came in, so you probably just start dragging it towards that. I would assume yeah. the gates. Um, are you doing this secretly, Fire, or are you doing this like right where I can see what you're doing? The militiamen probably... are also walking out with you, but they're kind of heading north. Oh, well, people, if they can see me, then I wouldn't have done it, but... You can probably still do it. They're, like, grabbing their heads and stumbling away yeah. from you. I would you have just kind it. of nonchalantly tried to, like, drop it. All right, give me a stealth check. Or a sleight of hand, I'll allow. Uh, Eleven! Let's see if any of them saw you. No, not they. They are... <laughs> they are almost blind right now from, uh, from searing pain in their, in their heads, I would imagine, as they sort of move. They're moving towards the town. You can hear them saying, we should check the old first. They start moving up towards um, somewhere north of the your location as Will starts dragging this enormous thing um, towards the the south gate. Um, what are the others doing? Oh, I'm... Yeah, I'm... I'm wait, are you talking to me or her? Them. The other, what, you've thrown a thing in, a, in the technical in the bush. The other two. Oh, if, if, I, if I turn around and see that she's no longer carrying it, like, I, I wouldn't have seen her hide it because I wasn't paying attention and if she was stealthing it, like, I wouldn't even... I wouldn't even roll because I probably wouldn't have seen it. But when I see that she's not carrying it anymore, I say, where's the other piece? We don't know if that thing gives off poison gas or it comes back to life or... Where'd you put it? I think it ran away. The severed tentacle ran away? Does that not... It's, it slithered away. It, sli it slithered away, you're right. <laughs> Can I... Can I, can I tell if she's just screwing with me or if it actually slithered away? Um, fire can give me an, uh, a persuasion check. No, no, no. A, um, my God, a deception check. And you can give me an inside check, Will. 19, 7. <laughs> uh, she might very well be telling the truth. Oh. Well... It's gonna hurt somebody else. We gotta go track it down. Which way? Which, where did you leave it? Or which way did it go? You know, I lost track Hello? of it. What kind of bodyguard are you? I'm just gonna elbow my way past you then. <laughs> where are you going? Uh, to see if I can figure out where Fix went off to, because she kind of walked off alone. Where did Fix go? Yeah. I would have stalked off in the opposite direction to wherever you were taking that thing. Trying to relieve the headache. Okay, so you're moving kind of north of town here. Yeah, Fix is probably like behind the guards then. As they head north. You can see them moving all the way up. The main road. The opposite direction. I will chase after them to get that one gold piece. Because we are very broke. So one gold is a lot of money right now. Mm-hmm. You can do that. Yeah, there's a dead grell that you can leave just outside the tavern, but you run off after them. For the record, oh, no, the, I, I, the oh, I, th I thought I, I, I thought you meant I threw it outside the town wall already. Is it? Oh, no, are you doing that? You've still got to drag it there if you want to do that. Oh, no, that's what I meant. Yeah, I'm, I'm dragging it okay. towards yeah. the edge of town, 100%. All right, so you're dragging the thing to the edge of town. Um, Fix is moving away from the thing to try and break the headache. 
Uh, what is Fire and Merlin doing? I'm going to collect my gold. Okay, so you're also going with Fix uh, yeah. and Merlin as well. Okay, so sticking with um, with Will. Will, you get to the edge of town and when you get there, there is a gentleman with a cloak um, who is moving up and down the area, kind of looking around strangely. He turns to you um, and his cloak covering the majority of the top of his face with rain running off of it. But you can see underneath that he just appears to be what is presumably just a, an average human man. Um, he says, um, uh, th th that thing you're carrying there, what is it? Some fetid, godforsaken, nonsense creature from the mist? I don't uh, know. Yes, yes, yes. It's the source of this headache. I'm hoping so. Uh, right. I'll take it off your hands, then. And do what with it exactly? Well, that would be my business. Right. And your business is what exactly? Oh, precisely that. It's mine. I'll give you, uh... Well, I think I have a few silver coins here. He pulls out four silver coins. Well, there you go. Four silver coins. Let me take that. No questions asked. Are we gonna see it again? <laughs> well, hopefully not. Can I... Can I... Can I sense any kind of, uh... Anything from this guy? Evil intent? Give me an insight does check. My, does my insight give me anything here? 17. He's very hard to read in this... In this, uh... Rain. Um... But he does seem... Odd. To you. I don't think you can read anything more than just he seems... Off a little. hard through that's you said the same thing to me when i rolled a five yeah that's because you both rolled 17 him and you <laughs> <sighs> all right you got a deal right here here you go he puts the coins in your hands um i suppose i'd better it, go fetch a carriage yeah i'm gonna put it over there and I'm gonna just drag it, like, at least, at the very least, across the street where it's less likely to be seen and further away from the population center and just tell him, I th think it's causing headaches or something and it's kind of killing me, so I'm gonna move it over here and yeah. just yes, move it across the road. Bear it. Uh, very well. Yeah, pleasure doing business with you. And he, uh, he heads towards the area where you can see that on the edge of town there's an area where they keep like stables and carriages and carts and things um the other three um who were heading to the um north of town or at least just heading away from the grell um each of you roll me constitution saving throws Seven, six, and two. Your headaches don't go away at all, but they don't get worse as Will drags this thing away from you. The further he gets away from you, you can tell that intense pounding is is slowing down, but you still retain a really awful headache. 
I'm probably at this point resting my, my hand on my, my forehead, shaking my head. And I just, I, I, I look to fire and fix to see if maybe they're just as distraught and in as much pain. As you look at me, I, I almost look kind of like wild right now. I'm just desperate to get away from this. You can probably tell that fire is uncomfortable. But she's not like retching in pain or anything. She's probably trying to hide it. The guardsmen are like moving away from you, by the way. Mm. They're like not quite near you, you'd have to run after them. I'm gonna just shout. Leaving without payment? Uh, you get rid of it! Mm-hmm. Alright. He flicks a, a gold coin towards you and then says, Yeah, give that one to the other one and flicks a second one towards you as well. Okay. I'll say, uh, what about my friend? I'll just point to Merlin. <laughs> All right. And then he turns around and continues walking with the other two. Worth a shot. Away. Away. I did my best. Uh, I turn to you and hold my hand out and say, I can give it to him. Okay. I give it to you. I just pocket the other one. I turn to see if we can see Will behind us on the street. Will, uh, are you heading back towards them? Um, if I can figure out which direction they went, yes. Yeah, I think you can probably see them. They're like way up the street, twisting and turning. Um, yeah, um, I'm heading to rejoin them and I'm you can hear the fellow wiping that you slime and goo off of my hands. Yeah. Um, as you're walking towards where they are, there is a very strange sensation that comes over you as you see them, but even more immediately, you see yourself. There is a strange ghostly form standing next to a woman. The woman is very muscular and thick built. Um, at a guess, you'd say she's maybe one of the tribal folk. Um, that live with furs on their bodies and things like that. Um, you can see that you have your long sword in your hands. She has a very, very large claymore sword held in two hands. And it seems as if you're in kind of a combat with these invisible foes. You can't make them out, but you can see yourself very clearly and this other woman relatively clearly. Standing halfway between where you are and the other group are as you see them turning towards you. You can see this ghostly version of yourself bring a sword down on an invisible foe but it leaves you open to an attack from another that you can see from this position the tribal woman suddenly jumps to your aid and you see her run through with something you can't tell what it is but her blood spills to the ground and then the vision fades away in a fog and mist as you see fix walking towards where you are and that is where we're going to end our first session for today thank you so much for playing players and watching watchers that is mislike session one concluded thank you so much for joining oh us oh my god <laughs> what the fuck bro
Brad. <laughs> Thank you so much <laughs> for playing. What the hell? Um, yes, much to come in the following weeks. That's the first session. We'll be here every week on Thursdays at 9 p.m. Uh, UK time, uh, which is 4 Eastern, and I don't know what that is anywhere else in the world because Eastern is the only one I can do the thing for. Um, thank you so much for playing, players. First session down. <laughs> Shake it out. <laughs> Breathe. You survived the grill. I figured that you would. You're a really strong composition for like one-on-one things, really. You know, mm-hmm. you lot can just... In theory, you can just obliterate through strong individual um, creatures. But, you know, it could have gone horribly wrong. Um, I was actively trying to kill you, Fairlight. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I know. Uh, I was like, I'll see what I can do with this grill. But I wasn't sure. Um, and, uh, yeah, I feel like we've laid a lot of groundwork for the upcoming campaign. Um, we're going to do a, a round of shout-outs here so that people that are watching can find out where... Um, they can come and badger you and question you on your character and things and stuff or just watch you do whatever it is that you do presumably stream on twitch um and we'll do a, a round table starting with you fairlight where can people find you and what do you do and things when sure you can find me at twitch.tv slash fairlight underscore excalibur which i'm live pretty much every day i follow the vampire schedule philosophy so you'll find me late in the evenings u.s time around 9 p.m pacific and playing pretty much everything but mainly nerd stuff nerd stuff um who's next on my overlay leah hello you can find me at twitch.tv forward slash leah l-e-a-h or leah viathan like leviathan but with leah instead on uh, twitter and instagram um, and yeah, I just, I stream a variety of things almost every day, uh, evening time, British time. Thanks, Leah. What about you, Brutal Brian? <laughs> I'm Brutal Bree. Brian calls me Brian because he is a horrible human being. Um, you can find me, uh, Brutal Bree, essentially everywhere. I stream on Twitch Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And also... And also... And also... Um, Brian is going to be doing um, a sort of recovery room or an after show thing tomorrow night on her channel. So if you want to watch, um, uh, we're calling it After Dusk, Miss Light After Dusk. It's just going to be a breakdown and a chat and a discussion. So if you want more um, talks and things and stuff, hopefully over the coming weeks and months and years, hundreds of years of this campaign, um, oh, we'll, we will guest and join and we can go and talk to you about it and we'll grab yeah. each of these um, losers in as well and we'll get some random people in and you'll be generally just discussing things, everything about it. The yep. story, the music, all of the production, everything is the, is mm-hmm. the plan. Um, and that will be tomorrow night at what time? 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Mist Light After Dusk. Um, and that is on Brutal Bry's channel. So make sure that you head over there and follow that one just to get that. Um, those of you that are Table Story regulars understand the kind of recovery room thing um, for the shows. So that's kind of what that is. And you can uh, you can join her over there. But if you don't want to watch that, because <laughs> why would you? You can watch Disby Eric's as well. What are you doing where and when? 
Hi, um, Dysbrx. You can find me at, on Twitch and Twitter. Same handle, Dysbrx. Uh, I've been playing a lot of GTA roleplay over on NoPixel, and it's been a lot of fun. I'm so happy to be back here in another Brad campaign. I'm sorry, another Brad. Beard. I had to bring. I had to bring back another beard. <laughs> I am an old man again, and it feels good. Well, you're very different, though. I, like, I really like the feral. I like that yeah. you're a dog, kinda. You're Me just too. like a you're like a strangely intelligent spellcasting yes. dog. The yes. party, which I think yeah. is just amazing. Um, it's always so weird, right? That first session when you you know your character on paper and you have all the words and stuff, but mm -hmm. now at yep. the end of it, I wonder how different your characters feel from the beginning, yeah. or what you intended, or Very. whether you, you know. Oh. There's a lot uh -huh. of stuff like that that. Uh, <laughs> that is always strange and uh yeah mm -hmm. i was very curious about the decisions that you would make because there were obviously very different ways that you could have gone through this i wasn't sure if you guys were all just going to run into the mist by the way at the beginning of this uh, <laughs> oh. i'm glad that uh, you didn't in, a, <laughs> in the sense of like it's pretty rough and that's all i'll say about that um but uh yeah the the first session was great thank you so much again you all you all killed yes, it you all killed it. I feel like I didn't have to do anything, um, which is so nice from my side of things to just be able to, at any point, just sit back and, and enjoy you guys just role playing it out, which is super fun. Um, so I'm super into it. I'm super into watching these characters. Um, I stream as well every day, but no one cares about that on Brad Woto. We vote for games. And the only reason I'm mentioning this is tomorrow I'm starting Ride to Hell Fairlight, which was Fairlight's choice. My chat picks the game on a vote that I play. I never pick it. And this week, Fairlight was... Sometimes I'll ask other streamers to suggest games for the thing. And he chose this, like, meme game. I swear to God, I don't even know what it is, Fairlight. I haven't even installed I'm, it yet. So I don't know I'm, what it's going to be. I am sorry to your viewers. Oh. <laughs> From what I understand, <laughs> it is borderline But TOS to you, breaking. this is just payback for the many times you've memed me in these campaigns. Yeah, I literally have an emote in my channel that is Brad Fairbless, which is your face. Um, which I'm hoping comes up. And maybe it has. I didn't really get to see chat tonight. Whenever you do stuff where you need to save the day, I want to see Brad Fairblesses, which I guess means you have to subscribe to my channel. What a shame. Um, <laughs> Alright. Also go and subscribe to everybody here. Um, make sure you go and badger them in the week go and follow all of their socials and things um, question them on the campaign watch their glorious content they're all wonderful people and um, you can follow here for more table story content we do shows um, throughout the week they're on and off you'll just have to keep an eye on our schedule um, at the moment we do have another D&D campaign running which is Rhyme of the Frostmaiden which is on Fridays and we have a show called Witchcraft and Wizardry which is kind of a Harry Potter based show and everyone in it is American or Canadian, I think. Uh, oh, no, they're not. There's a Scotsman in there. Represent. Um, and, uh, yes, we will be back next week. Um, thank you for watching. Remember, there will be a giveaway next week. Thank you, Wizards of the Coast, for, like, promoting this and also um, allowing for a giveaway. So we'll sort that out next week if you want to try and win something special. It's a real-life grail. Sorry, I spoiled it. It's a real-life grail. <laughs> God. Oh no. Thank you so much for watching everybody and thank you so much for playing players. We'll see you next week. Episode 1 down. Peace. Yeah.